As you walk through the valley of the shadow of hell, you will see through the fog a bend in reality, a veil that is beyond your own comprehension. It's the other side, beyond the void. That's right, it's episode 347, and today... It's we, still Voidtober. We got some spooky, spooky stuff to talk about. Spooky haunted houses full of jello shots. Jello shots? That's what we should have done. <laughs> jello pudding pops. Ew. Oh, God. Nice drinks for the children to take home with themselves. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we're going to be talking about... Poltergeist from 1982 and the apparition from 2012. That's right. Two spooky, spooky haunted houses shivers down the lawn. Okay. (laughs) They're going to be spooky fucking houses. But yeah, no, we uh, decided to pick two very vastly different movies uh, from one another. Something that I wanted to pick. Uh, but we'll get into those a little bit later. Christina, how are you doing? How are you uh, celebrating? I'm doing good. Murray's doing good. He, yeah. The medication seems to be working. Nice. He's doing so, good. Yeah. We don't have. Do we have an outfit for him yet? Did we get one for this no, year? No, we didn't get one. Oh, okay. He doesn't like outfits. Yeah, he doesn't. He likes his scarves. His, his yeah, little uh, his bandanas. His bandanas. Yeah. He has Halloween bandanas, so he'll wear that. Yeah, I like the I like the little orange one we got him. It's cute. Yeah, it's cute. So, yeah, if you guys don't know who the fuck we're talking about, it's not our child. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, well, technically, yeah, I guess he's not. He's not a human being. He's he's like a human being. He's, he's our dog, he's our but dog. he is our child. Yeah, Murray. Murray? Bill fucking Murray. That's his name. <laughs> he keeps looking over. Oh, I was like, what is he oh. doing? Anyway, so what have we been doing this week? We've been busy as fuck, guys. We went to the movie theater. Yeah, we went to go see... We got wait. I had a choice to pick one movie to go see at the theater, and I picked When Evil Lurks over The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. And I think I chose wisely. Right. I chose very wisely. In fact, a lot of people are really enjoying this movie. Christina was aghast. <laughs> Do you want to tell them about your experience? Like when you don't, you don't have to tell them what it was. Don't don't spoil it. But what you said, <laughs> how you felt when you. I f- almost started crying at one of the scenes because it was just so fucking, oh my God. Like. It was pretty. Uh, yeah, it was she, pretty intense. We both kind of stood up in the theater. We were like, oh! At well, one of the points. Right. Yeah. I think it was the lady one where. 
It's funny, though, because it, it was kind of like a slow burn, but it had good parts. <laughs> Christina at one point was like, oh, my God. <laughs> no, they did not. Yeah. <laughs> it just kept going, too. And she was, I can't I can't tell you. I want to tell you guys so much. I can't. I just got to go see the movie. Watch my review, though. Please support the channel. It will be on Shutter. What day? October 27th. So, yeah, but we have, like, dude, I watched VHS 85. I can't stay awake long enough to, to do everything. <laughs> then I recorded the review, and then I had to redo the review because I felt like I was, like, not there. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I redid the review. I was like, I got to do it again, you know? Mm-hmm. So, But there's a lot of fucking movies, guys, for Halloween, guys. I got some stuff in the mail here. I got Caddy Hack which is like a Caddyshack ripoff about some like <laughs> some like fucking crazy fucking what do you call are them? Are those gophers? Yeah, they're they're pesticide mutated gophers. <laughs> That's funny. And I got Tombs of the Blind Dead on Blu-ray, which I have the uh DVD collection, the Blind Dead uh Tombs Tombstone box like uh you know, which is pretty cool. It's got the four movies in there, but this is this looks nice. Looks real fancy. This has got like the uh, looks like the uncut version. So I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. But I still have to do uh, Mortem August Underground Mortem. Oh, ew. Which is gonna be <laughs> save that for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh no 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 no. I have to do it like ASAP. Oh. Like it's it's coming out on the tenth. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> 10th or 11th have or something fun with like that. that yeah i'll make you watch it how about that no i'm okay <laughs> but yeah we've been watching a lot of stuff it's been actually kind of fun um been doing a little a little too much i think so yes you have yeah but that's okay you know you gotta push i gotta push a little bit because like i don't know what else am i gonna do so we don't even really see each other we haven't been hanging out that much right nope like the one time that we did i fell asleep on the couch for like four hours straight <laughs> remember yeah and then you were like uh i'm going to bed <laughs> bye and i was like gawking over my dick like basically my throat was like bent and she was like you you're, you're laying funny you need to sit up <laughs> you remember yeah <laughs> anyway uh but yeah so i hope you guys are having fun watching some of these movies enjoying some of our picks and uh you know following us along we got these two movies today which i really had a good time watching these actually this week but you know it was it was a busy time so also i'm trying to work on watching this vhs like my favorite from the first all the way to this 85 that just came out and that's been a lot of work so that's (laughs) that's coming out too that's a lot of movies i'm hoping i get that one done but that one's been tough because i gotta watch all those fucking movies so Mm -hmm. i got like a system i wrote all their fucking all the shorts down every Mm -hmm. single segment for each one and i pick my best and my least uh-huh. And then I'm, you know, I'm going to do that for each one in order. I'm going to be like, well, this is my favorite one. And it's because this movie, this is the segment I love the most. This is the one I like the least. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to like move on. So oh. yeah. I had to do something in it. There's people that have done like their favorite segments from the beginning to the to now. Oh, that's a lot. And I'm like, come on, guys. You're out. Of, you're out of control. <laughs> Like, don't make me work that hard. <laughs> it's too hard for me to pick stuff like that. You know, when people do these top lists and stuff like that, I feel like it's too definitive and I get like turned off. And, and it's like, it's kind of like how, you know, I don't like dressing up for Halloween. Right. Because it's too many options and nothing's ever right. 
Do you know oh, what I mean? It's the pressure. I, I it's I the see. pressure of it. And then I'm like, I don't feel confident about what I'm wearing or, or what, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just, right. it's too much. I'm like, I just want to have fun. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like. <laughs> right. Worry about. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to like say, oh, these are my favorite movies. And then like I go, oh, yeah, I forgot about Evil Dead or some dumb shit. You know what I mean? Right. And then I'm like a fucking, I feel like an asshole. But that's why people like to watch them, though. Right. I mean, even though they're a lot of work, but still. I think they're all a bunch of bullshit. That's what <laughs> You know who was good at lists is fucking Dr. Lovegore. I don't know. Aww. He didn't have any problem doing that. Yeah. I, I admired him for it. So mm-hmm. rest in peace, buddy. We miss you. But yeah, Murray's begging in here for some more food because. So, so, okay. So there's an eclipse on Saturday. Okay. It's like a lunar eclipse. I think it's where like the moon will there'll be a, like a, a ring of fire at like nine thirty in the morning. So it's kind of freaky, right? Me down so, to bowling ring fire. I guess we're supposed to turn. That's when we're supposed to turn into zombies. Ah, because first that's they when the thought, 5G kicks in. First they thought we were supposed to. Well, originally we were supposed to turn into zombies during the na- the national. Um, warning thing on your cell phone when they did the the alert last week. Yeah, right. you remember that? Nothing happened. So I'm getting shots on Monday. Oh, and then the eclipse happens on Saturday. That should be enough time for the five G so particles to like. I'm kick gonna in. be like mega zombie. You know, right? you don't want to be a spread neck out there, right? Like, <laughs> someone, someone told me. Told you what? I heard someone talking about like those who don't take the shot are spreadnecks. <laughs> it's a play on words. Like I don't even get it. Like rednecks. Spread necks. They spread the disease. Oh. God. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> I don't I don't what the fuck? How would anybody just know what that meant? I did as soon as I heard it, I knew what the fuck they were talking about. I thought it was funny. I don't know. I never heard anybody say that, so I thought it was really funny. But yeah, guys, calm down. Like it's fucking it just like everything's a tragedy these days. We don't need to make it ten times worse by fucking firing up the creative imaginary fucking bullshit that you got going on in your head. They and they keep saying the rapture's gonna happen and I'm like waiting. Dude, they like, take these people away from here i see these tiktoks all the time of people talking about the rapture and he's like I, someone called him out because he was like the rapture was supposed to happen on september 29th what happened buddy and he was like hey i just do the news around here it's like uh, yeah you you mislead every motherfucker yeah. and then you tell them that it's gonna happen and then it doesn't like, and then waiting it's like why do you guys keep falling for this dumb shit you know what i mean like <laughs> there was there was a TikTok of this lady who was like wrapping all of their phones, the family's phones. Oh yeah, in aluminum foil and putting them in the microwave. This was during for the alert. This is for the fucking the alert. Alerts. Yeah, dude. I, as soon as I heard about the alert happening, I was like, for me, I go. was just like, oh god, whatever. And I went and took a nap during that day. <laughs> <laughs> when the alert happened, everybody else was fucking panicking. They were like, 5G, 5G. <laughs> I was pissed because it was two minutes early. Did you hear about that story? That one that you sent me about the guy? Or did I oh send it God, to the, you? Oh, my God, the landlord. So the landlord, there was a guy and he owned a building, right? And so he sent an email to all of his tenants saying he was going to turn the power off for like four or five hours during the alert because he, he wants to protect them, right? <laughs> and one guy was like, I work at home, buddy. I can't do that. Yeah, so, and he had to call the cops. And then the cops didn't know what to do because it was like his building. And they didn't know like... 
the the rights the rights of the cops got called like three you're not times. explaining it well so this guy thought that if you didn't turn off the power and cut off of the power that you would spontaneously combust and that it was against the safety because it could burn down his buildings if the human if someone who had taken the shot would turn into fire and burn down his buildings <laughs> so he thought he was trying to save people's lives because they got shots like, Jesus Christ. Like, no offense to anybody. Like, I get it. You don't want to take it. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, whatever. That's fine. But don't go nuts. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was crazy. But I guess the guy's getting a lawyer and he's going to sue the landlord Yeah, because now. he turned off his work. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's worth all that. All that. But Jesus Christ, the guy really thought that they were going to spontaneously combust. Yeah, guess what? Nothing happened. The phone, you just hit okay. And then it was... <laughs> I know. It's it was like, done. Gee, I knew. I People knew as soon as I heard about that, I was like, oh my God, somebody's going to make a conspiracy about oh, this. Oh, of course. Now it's, <laughs> everything's a fucking conspiracy Jesus now. Jesus Christ, man. We can't, we're like so uneducated, I guess now. <laughs> I, I don't know. Believe anything, man. Anyway, so uh, yeah, if you guys don't listen to the end of this podcast, by the way, you will spontaneously combust and everyone you know mm -hmm. will be dead. So just listen to the end and you'll be safe, okay? <laughs> They're like, fuck, I already stopped the podcast because they were talking about shit that pisses me off. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I think it might be that time. What time is it? Horse shots! All right, guys, so now we're going to go ahead and take our shot. Christina, put this together. Yes, I did, and I did a half of... A I was a half asleep. I was asleep, actually, when she made this. Yeah, so I am responsible. Yeah, she's going to be the... I did a half of vodka and a half of blue... Ca ca Curacao. Yeah, I can't say that word. Say it again. Curacao. Curacao. Yeah. Curacao. Curacao. It's the name of a, a city or like a... Curacao. Like a country or something. You know what I mean? Like a like right. an area. Right. Okay. Uh, anyway, so we're calling this one a freeling based off the family in Poltergeist. Yep. And it's not is. Yeah, that's, that's what we're calling name. it. <laughs> <laughs> we sat and talked for a long time trying to figure it out. We didn't know what to call it. So we're calling this a freeling. Bottoms. Oh, they're here. They're here. They're here, bitch. Oh, I could barely swallow it. It's not terrible together. But I had to do, um, you know what would have tasted good with is that monster. Yeah. It probably would have been good if we would have put the monster in there. The beast. The beast. <laughs> anyway, it's not terrible. It's just not, I don't like Curacao, to be honest with you. Not like that. It doesn't really mix with that many things other than like. That's why I wanted to put rum chata in it. No, Ugh. but you don't like rum chata for some rum chata is milky, Christine. You, you don't put that's that, why you mix it in with it's things. like it putting like fruit fucking, and milk. It's it just like doesn't... you're just fucking drinking it. Like Ugh. it's fucking like a little dab. She, it's like she wants to put like like Colgate toothpaste with ham. Like it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, you don't make sense to me. <laughs> this isn't supposed to make sense. All right, well, it's horror shots. It's not supposed to make any fucking uh, sense. Yeah, well, I would like to think that maybe that maybe somebody might want a drink or something. You know what I mean? Anyway, so if you would like to try a freeling, all you have to do is get some drinks and make them, or go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shot section. 
That's it for horse shots. All right, guys. So now we're going to go ahead and jump into our flesh and potatoes of Voidtober's Revenge. Oh. <laughs> of Poltergeist in 1982 and... The Apparition from 2012. And we're going to go ahead and do that right now. guys so christina did the work on the first one you want to go ahead and kick sure. it out Poltergeist, poltergeist was released june 4th 1982 a family's home is haunted by a host of demonic ghosts okay tagline they're here <laughs> <laughs> sorry all right this is directed by toby hooper of course he did texas chainsaw massacre life force crocodile the Nightmare Begins Again from 1992. That's right. It was written by Steven Spielberg, Michael Grayus, and Mark Victor. Of course, we know who Steven Spielberg is. I'm not going to go through any of his shit. <laughs> um, but Michael and Mark also wrote Cool World, Christina's House, which we just watched from my I birthday. Know, that's right. Maybe that's why we got the idea to do Poltergeist. Yep. That's usually what happens. And they also wrote Sleepwalkers. Hmm. All right, we have Craig T. Nelson, who plays Steven, the dad. He was in the 90s sitcom Coach. He played Coach. Right. That's where I know him from. Uh, he was he was also in Get Hard from 2015. And most recently, he's in Young Sheldon. I think he plays the dad. Okay. Joe Beth Williams plays Diane, the mom. Was in Kramer versus Kramer from 1979, Stop or Mom Will Shoot from 92, Me, Myself, and I from 92, and Wyatt Earp from 94. Remember that movie, Wyatt Earp with Kevin Costner? I mean, yeah, but uh, not really. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> it's totally for forgettable. Okay, we have Zelda uh, Rubenstein, who plays Tangina. You put a little stank on that. Rubenstein. Rubenstein. Tangina. Uh, this house is clean. Yeah. She was also in 16 Candles. She played the organist. She was in Teen Witch from 1989 and Wishmaster from 2002. As well as all of the other Poltergeist yeah, movies. Yeah, of course. Everybody. Everybody was in those. All right. We have Dominic Dunn, who plays Dana, the older sister. Uh, she was in V from 1983, and then she did a lot of TV from the early 80s. She passed away, but we got some news on that. Oh, Oh, another one. There's like three people who have passed. Anyway, okay. Uh, we have Oliver Robbins, who plays Robbie, the brother. Mm -hmm. He was a child actor, and this was his first movie. He was also in Airplane 2, the sequel, and Terror in the Isles from 1984. But he didn't continue on acting as an adult. And then, of course, we have Heather O'Rourke. She passed away at the age of 12. Uh, she actually passed away when she was filling the last of of the sequels, the third movie, the yeah. but she's only been in these movies and like a little bit of TV. Yeah. But yeah, she was 12 when she passed. And then we have a, a budget on this movie. It was $10.6 million. How much did it make at the box office? $122 million at the box office. Was wow. that opening weekend? That's pretty good off of 
10.8, you said? No wonder they made three sequels. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> well, hey, I actually don't mind these sequels either, too. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's worse franchises out there that have done a lot worse damage than these ones. Right. So, in my opinion, but yeah. And Alex, since this is like the 200th time you've seen this movie, right? what do you think about this film? Well, I love this movie. It keeps getting better every time I watch it. Like, literally, like, I've seen this movie over and over and over again. And, like, Christina and I, we've kind of, like, come to the conclusion that it's, like, one of our movies. Like, it's one of the movies that we both love watching it. I remember audibly watching her and her responses to watching some of the movie. And us just laughing and just enjoying it. Like, the family is so goddamn, like, wholesome. It's, like, the most authentic family and just, you know, having this movie when we're like when we were kids to see this movie, you know, it just it, it it's like they're the Freelings are my family. You right. know what I mean? Like, yeah, especially for that time period. Dude, the performances in this are so good. Everything feels so nice and just so great. All the moments that are supposed to be funny are really funny. Some of the parts that, you know, there's just a it's a very entertaining film. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like the dad, what's his name? Uh, Craig Nelson. He is fantastic in this movie. I always mention that. Just the little things that he does in this movie, and him and Joe Beth Williams together were just fucking fantastic. Joe Beth puts on an amazing performance with with one of my favorite things in the movie is her and the paranormal investigator. Right. She just it's like almost like a surrogate mom, you know, in that moment, and they have this. I don't know. And it's so funny because this movie is so different from what the original script was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And it's like sometimes these changes really do make the movie better. You know, you don't really. It's like, you know, a lot of people get upset. and They're like, oh, don't change the script, you know, because that's my vision. Sometimes those changes are necessary and you just don't even think about it. Right. And wait till you hear some of the like differences that you would have scene for this movie and it would not have been as good as it is another thing i really like about this movie is that it takes the 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 ghost realm and turns it physical Mm -hmm. with some of the best practical effects of industrial light and magic for that time you know with star wars and everything else you know they just did a lot of really amazing like work it reminded me a lot of ghostbusters because didn't that come out a couple years after this uh i think it was 80 yeah it was around the same time oh okay so it's just, you know, I know E.T. came out directly after this or around this time because it was the same time mm-hmm. they were filming both of these back to back. There's always that rumor about whether Steven Spielberg or, you know, Toby Hooper was fucking directing this. I don't really give a shit about it. Right. <laughs> like I've right. talked about it before, but I really don't care. It's Toby's movie. You know what I mean? Like Steven Spielberg went off to direct and, and shot E.T. I highly doubt that he was actually doing that much on this set. Right. He probably helped out occasionally. Right. As would someone who's a tenured director anyway. Who cares? It's a great movie. Right. I love it. It's one of my great. It's moved up in my viewing. Like, I really think it's like one of my top 10 favorite movies. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I have to squeeze it in there now because, like... Yeah, it is so good. It is really good. Yeah. Like, I don't know. There is nothing like it. The fucking remake is atrocious compared to it. I want to like, watch it again, though. Like, I like the parents in it. I like 
the guy who plays and Sam Rockwell. Mm-hmm. I like Sam Rockwell. I think he's a great actor. I think he was a good choice for the movie. Mm-hmm. But nothing beats the Freelings in this movie. Right. And you will. That is one of the the things about this movie is that the family in this is such a tight knit thing. Mm-hmm. You care about every single fucking person in this. Mm-hmm. The way they wrote it, the way that they designed it, even down to the older sister um, who plays Dana. Yeah. When she's outside and she flicks off the fucking, the, 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 the rapists outside, <laughs> you know, who are like, come on, baby. Mm. Oh, she was getting catcalled. Yeah, she was getting catcalled by the fucking guys outside. That shows you how much things have changed. Oh, I know. You my know. God, it's a child. She's still a fucking child. <laughs> Could you imagine if somebody oh in God. construction was outside of your house doing that to your 15-year-old daughter? Yeah. I think she was 16 in the movie or something I think like that. they said she was 16. Because remember, I mentioned that... The dad said he was thirty three year old, uh, thirty three years old, and I was like, "That thirty three year old has a sixteen year old Alex." Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, and then not only that, it's like they use that as an excuse for when they did it in this in the sequel too, because she wasn't in it. Oh. But you know, obviously she passed away. But we'll talk about that later. But okay. yeah, it's uh, I don't know, man. I really love this movie. I think it is one of the best American like horror entertainment films it's not i mean it's got scary shit in it because steven spielberg wanted to put stuff in it that scared him as a child Mm -hmm. i would say this movie the gate uh like these are all movies that kind of prey on your children's fears while still being insanely entertaining Mm -hmm. and obviously poltergeist is leaps better than the gate in other areas than the gate is right i love the gate but i'm just saying like poltergeist is just one of the best to me American family horror movies that you could ever watch mm-hmm. and it's one of the best ghost movies ever like I want us to get back to it's like when they made this movie they were like okay so what is it like to have real ghosts let's kick the door open and just turn the whole house into some fucking crazy shit with portals and dimensions and like you know demon skulls and fucking monsters and (laughs) like you will never see another fucking like ghost movie like this I mean there isn't one right so it's like I wish they would make they're supposedly by the way trying to remake this again oh my god but somehow they're supposed to do it right this time right it's like whoever had the wheel last time should have been punched because that was terrible. And I don't care if the kids liked it. <laughs> because they didn't see the original and they should have. Right. Anyway. <laughs> I love this movie a lot. I would say it's if it's not a 10, it's a 9. You know. Mm-hmm. It's probably a 10. It's right. a, It's a great movie. It's got a little bit of scares. It's got a sentimental. It's got comedy. It's got special effects. It's It's got it all, man. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I love this movie because of the story and how it flows. Right. And like you said, like the the comedic shit in it, it's very relatable. Like the family's very relatable. Sure. (laughs) If it wasn't Uh, for the family, it wouldn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. That's why people don't like the third one so much. I don't remember. But anyway, it it really gets right into it. And it yeah, it just flows. And the neighborhood, it's not even the family. It's like the neighborhood aspect of it, I think. The way they did the characters, every little character. Yeah, and how they 
inter- introduce them all and stuff. Like, for example, like when, uh, like the guy in the beginning of the movie, he's driving, he's carrying a case of fucking beer down the road, and these kids, they they are playing with their toy cars, their their electronic toy cars, and they race him in front of him, and he spills his beer, and he brings them in while they're spraying everybody in the face. It's just stupid shit like right. that. Oh, and oh. I love how it's like, I, you know, I'm not, I can spoil it because it's an old movie. Not that much, though. No, no, I won't. But it's like just when you think it's over, like you think they, they got it and it's done and they're in the clear and then like, I like that. And it's like, nope, nope, it's still there. Right. And it like drags them back in. I, I really like that. And then also it has the bestest doggy in this movie. He's yeah. such a good boy and they don't scare it. They don't like he shows up when he needs to alert his humans and then he and then he gets the fuck out of there because he knows. his name Boaz or some shit like that? I don't remember, but he was the bestest. Uh, he was a golden retriever. Yeah. Bestest dog. It's supposed to be a spaniel, by the way, in the original screenplay. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, he probably would have got killed. <laughs> That's probably <laughs> the why. The tree would have killed him or something. That fucking retriever was like new when to get the fuck out. He, right. would, he would warn. He'd be like, hey, look over here. And then he's like, I'm out of here. Right bestest dog it's the bestest dog in this movie but yeah that's what i like yeah i was yeah i'd give it i would watching it again i haven't seen it in a long time and i really enjoyed watching it again so yeah i honestly i'd probably give it a 10 yeah i did i forgot how much i like this movie it's a really good movie it it really is a good movie. i know some people don't like it and you're all dead to me i really don't care why so wait wait (laughs) Do you, do you think people don't like it because of the hype I think, around no, it? No, I just why? think that some people think it's not... I don't know. Like, why don't you like this movie? I want to know. I don't know. Do you it's find got it every... Chill? It's it so American. Chi- it's 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 crazy. It's like... Well, especially for 1982. I mean, they're right. in the suburbs. You know what I mean? Like, we were raised in the suburbs. So Especially me, because I was like, the suburbs of Arizona, like, that was like what it was like. And there was like brand new houses... And the guy working and stuff. It's like, got so much stuff in it that I... to me. I do want to know why people don't like the movie, though. Like, I don't know. There's just some people that just don't think it's... I mean, are it, the children annoying? There I can is understand sometimes that. a thing where people will watch a movie so many times that they just forget how much they like something because they're used to sort of looking for the outer fringe of things like I am, you know? Like, I like to look for those lost classics right. that are never going to be a 10. But, you know, it's like, you know... I don't know. I just love this movie. I love it more than Beetlejuice. I love it more than any of that. But, it, right. you know, it's like it's got so much right. to offer. So, but yeah, it's not the scariest movie I've ever seen. You know, it's just it's just got some parts in it that are scary and it has a really good mix of everything. It makes me want to watch the entire franchise again. I'll be honest. Like, Yeah, I don't remember the sequels at all. You don't? We'll don't have to watch know. them. Maybe we'll watch them for fun just for I Halloween. Just, it's fucked up. I the only thing I remember is the the third movie and her face was puffy. Right. It's because of her sickness. Yeah. Well, we do have some trivia on this one. It's, uh, you know, I didn't want to go too bananas talking about the regular stuff, about the curse and all that. That's been talked to death about stuff. So I'm gonna, I am I kind of mainly focused on the original screenplay and it and a few things. Oh, that's good. So it's not really that spoilerific, but we're just going to go through some of the trivia. Maybe talk about some favorite of our, you know, some of our favorite scenes and uh, as we're talking about these things. So if you don't want anything spoiled, you can actually check this one out on Prime Video. If you have a subscription to Amazon and or rent it on other platforms if you'd like to, if you don't already own it. But if you don't want anything spoiled, here is your warning. So this film is the result of a couple of different things that happened 
with Steven Spielberg. First of all, Steven Spielberg, of course, made Close Encounters of the Third Kind, or is it the Fourth Kind? I thought it was the Third Kind. Yeah, Third Kind. So Steven Spielberg made the movie Close Encounters, and it got really popular, and they wanted him to make a sequel. So he started jotting down like what he would make for a sequel that was going to be more of an invasion movie than it was to be a like, you know, like, hey, let's go fly up like cocoon levels, you know, like, let's go with the aliens, you know, and uh-huh. fly them back up in the sky, you know, <laughs> let's go with the little people, you know. <laughs> so he made like all these like characters that were like evil aliens and except for one that was actually kind of nice. And they were going to attack this family, this all American family. And that got eventually turned into. Ghost. Poltergeist. Yeah, exactly. So originally it was going to be an alien movie and then he rewrote the script to make it for Poltergeist uh, because he wanted to work on a movie with Toby Hooper to work on something together. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's how it came about. Was this the only movie they worked together on? Yeah, I think so. I, I don't know oh, for okay. sure. I can't. You're calling me on the spot, but I think, no, I think, I think so, it, too. It's just you said he wanted to work with them. And it's like, well, I wonder why they didn't work together again. It, it's hard for me to remember everyone that produces. But, <laughs> I know. <you> know <laughs> I know. I know. I know. It's not one that I look up that much. I usually just <laughs> look up directors. But occasionally, you know, there's big movies like this that you, of course, can't forget. But yeah, this is one of the movies that people thought was cursed. You know, obviously it's the the curse. And the reason why is the Poltergeist curse is an urban legend based around the fact that there have been several unfortunate deaths of actors who appeared in the franchise as well as other strange events. And it's believed to have been caused by the use of real skeletons on the set. It's fucked up. Because this was the main, you know, reason, supposedly. Some of the deaths associated between 1982 and 1988, there's four deaths. However, only one could be called unnatural in any way. The 1982 death of 22-year-old Dominique Dunn, who played Dana, the older sister, she was murdered by her ex-boyfriend when he strangled her after she rebuffed his attempt to reconcile. Ugh. Yeah. And of the other three deaths, all were just results of long-term chronic illnesses. Julian Beck, who played Kane in Poltergeist 2, uh, The Other Side, died in 85 after a long battle with stomach cancer. Will Sampson, he played Taylor in Poltergeist 2, The Other Side, died of complications from a heart and lung transplant. And Heather O'Rourke, of course, which we talked about, she was in all three movies, died in 88 at the age of 12 from cardiac arrest by septic shock from a bowel obstruction caused in, in intestinal stenosis. There's a lot of coincidences there. Right. But, I mean, it's just stupid. You know, it's not real. Like, none of that is, like, you know. But of the other main cast members in the first three movies, Joe Beth, Craig T. Nelson, Tom Skerritt, Nancy Allen, etc., most are all still alive today. So, can't be that bad of a curse, you know? And she was the one swimming around with them. You know what I mean? So. Right. <laughs> but Joe Beth, she had a supernatural experience, though. That she did say that while she was making this film, whenever she came home from filming, the pictures on the walls of her house were like crooked. So she would fix them and then they would hang crooked again every time she came home. Sounds like it's a structural problem. Probably a, a, a I don't know, maybe, maybe you need maybe this- Zach Baggins or Baggins was in there like, <laughs> yo, bro, using his, his, his demon mind powers. <laughs> On it. Getting jealous over Aaron getting possessed. <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, Zelda Rubenstein, 
also had an experience where she, with when a vision of her dog came to her and said goodbye to her. Hours oh later, God. her mother called her and told Rubenstein that her dog had passed away that fuck, very day. I would fucking die. I mean, I'd just die right there. Yeah, that's wild. Ugh. But yeah, the real human skeletons thing were used in the swimming pool scene since the crew decided it would be too complicated and expensive to get fake ones. <laughs> okay. To, to literally make them because for one, they would have to withstand the water. Um, Joe Beth Williams, she did not know about this when she was shooting it, by the way. She's probably like, oh, these look so, these look good. And that wasn't <laughs> the only thing that was wrong with that scene in the pool. So apparently she was hesitant about shooting the swimming pool scene, not because of the skeletons, but because of the large amount of electrical equipment oh that God. were positioned over and around the pool. In order to comfort her, Steven Spielberg crawled into the pool with her to shoot the scene. Oh, my God. And Spielberg told him, now, if the light falls in, we will both fry. Okay. And the strategy worked and Williams got in the pool and did the scene. <laughs> so I could taste the skin falling off of those those skeletons Ugh. i don't think they were real skin on there you know like rotted flesh they just added it right but ew. i don't know they looked pretty freaky they looked real yeah they, they looked, looked freaky yeah they were putting shivers down your spine oh my god spooky skeletons spooky scary skeletons <laughs> anyway the film was originally given an r rating from the mpaa due to the scenes of the child in peril despite little gore in the film which it really doesn't have that much gore at all. Like, there's right. nothing in it. But it is pretty scary. Well, wait a second. There is a gore scene when he rips his face off. Right. Yeah. In the film, it was lowered to PG on an appeal. Oh. And the film, it predates the th PG-13. It would have been a PG-13 rating, ultimately. Oh, it's That's partially okay. why I picked the next movie we're going to talk about. It's because it's also a PG-13 movie. And that's why I picked it, is to see what they could get away with. Oh, I see. So, But the film predates the PG-13 rating by two years, which this rating film would have most certainly got it without issue. Right. So that's why it was like a toss-up between R or PG. Um, in the original script, the family was not as nice to each other, plus they cussed a whole lot. Apparently said the F-bomb, like, everywhere. <laughs> like a normal family. Right. But I think these ones are better. This is a, I, I like how they handled it in this movie better than the script you know the dad steve he always wanted to he was kind of like a downer and he, he personally he wanted to leave right away after the, the the thing on the chair when they were sitting on the ground and the chair moved across. oh yeah, yeah. he's like all right we're leaving we're not gonna deal with this <laughs> <laughs> so which makes sense right but the tree there was like a the tree scene where the tree was actually bleeding that's why when you look at the kid uh-huh he's like covered in red stuff right so the tree was bleeding because they're breaking branches off to try to climb up to save him right but you don't see that part and that's in uh, the in the story okay there's a couple of things that you know don't make a lot of sense like for example um there was a there was an explanation of like apparently Steve and the mom could talk to Carol Ann in the original script through the television. Uh-huh. And then they changed it so that it would only be the mom. And there's like a scene where Tangina's like, can I only speak to you? But she tells him after that, like, you need to yell at her, Steve. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like, you're angry, like you're, you're cross with her. Right. You know? And so he does. It's like, it kind of throws that out the door. Like, apparently, mm -hmm. you know, so... Uh, but that's because of the original screenplay had that in it and they just forgot to fix it. Right. I like how they, they ripped off Stranger Things for that. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Funny. <laughs> yeah. 
where they speak through the lights. <laughs> yeah, it's dumb. Going no. to the, 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 what's it called? The other world? What did they call it? The upside down. Oh, the upside down. Yeah. yeah. That's where Carol Ed was. Yeah, she was in a much nastier place than that because it looks like fucking she was like stuck in a birth canal with all the fucking nasty <laughs> pink shit and like meatballs all over her. <laughs> but they also had Carol Ann being thrown into the wall when they do that scene with the floor. Oh, shit. That's why she wears the helmet. Uh-huh. And they actually, I don't, I'm pretty sure they shot the scene, but she hit her head on the wall and it was supposed to dent in and that's supposed to clue oh. you in that this isn't a friendly spirit. Uh-huh. Because they talk about the beast. Right. You know, supposedly Tangina was also supposed to be like more childlike and also kind of crude. She was like talking about shooting off some actor's pecker in the fucking movie. And she was like not getting along with the paranormal investigator, uh, the lady who the older lady. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, Dr. Lesh. Lesh. Uh-huh. Um, so that's in that was cut out of there. Carol Ann was supposed to die as well. And she, instead of going into the other room and, and other world and them saving her, mm-hmm. they were going to haunt the family instead of getting kidnapped. Oh. Like that was how it was going to be. Um, the stain on the wall. Remember when they, like, they, this is the thing that always kind of weirded me out. I never really thought about it. It's like, she's like, they're here. Right. And that's when the fucking hand comes the- out of the TV and slams into the back of the wall. And that's very significant, but they never bring it up again. Right. And the other time that there's a like mark on the ceiling is when the fucking stuff falls through. Right. And then the other doorway is through the, 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 well, the closet. Right. Right. So I was like, why isn't the fucking wall have something to do with the hole and the traveling between dimensions and blah, blah, blah. Well, apparently, when you know that scene where she's like rolling around on the ceiling. Right. Jamiroquian it up. <laughs> well, I always think of like Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah, that too. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. like it's like, you know. Right. Rolling around. But they just did the room upside down. and Yeah. But anyway, there was supposed to be like an infection on the wall that was going to start getting veins. Uh-huh. And it turns into this like spider web kind of thing that has tentacles. Mm-hmm. And they even shot the scene with her. And it was supposed to be even more sexual, too. Ew. Right. So she was going to be on the bed. and Because that scene right there when she's like. Oh, shaking on the bed. Do you notice that she's shirt. like trying to pull her shirt down the whole time? Yeah. Yeah. Because it, yeah. Right. It's obvious. Do you know what it reminded me of is the movie The Entity. Uh-huh. Where it was the, the rape ghost that right. they have. That it does based off a book, a real true story where a lady supposedly got raped by a ghost. Right. But they made it into a novel and then it turned into a movie and Right. Yeah. That's 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 that what it reminded me of. of. Yeah. I don't remember when the entity came out, but it, it's kind of close to that scene right there, by the way. Um See, I don't think they needed to explain all that. I mean, they show the scenes. They don't need to explain what's going on. They're just like showing what's happening to the family. Because sure. They don't. Yeah, I don't need an explanation. You but know I just I mean? think it's kind of interesting that there was like this spider webby kind of creature, kind of like when the door turns into a big orifice. Right. You know, in the closet or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like kind of like that, but darker. Right. Like there's pictures of that on there. There's also a scene where the guy that ripped his face open, that guy was it was supposed to be that he just saw himself as a dead dude that like the the skeletons look like oh in the mirrors right and he's like touching his face like what the fuck and then they ended up using the one where he rips his face off well that was creepy 
Yeah, so. that is a pretty fucked up scene. Yeah. I like that scene. scene. That's a freaky ass scene mm-hmm. right there. Also, they, they refer to the entity in the movie. They call it the beast a lot. And they say he a lot. And because it has pronouns. Right. Well, like it basically they're saying that she senses this guy who's really a masculine angry. energy. Right. And, and that is the precursor to the guy in part two. Oh. Who is one of the best villains. He's the creep, one of the creepiest villains in, in horror. I, I don't even remember. Yeah. God is in his holy temple. Oh, is it a, a religious guy? Yes. Oh, my God. I need to watch it. Yeah, we, we need to watch it for sure. Okay. Just, just so that you can, like, tell people what you think. But, yeah, he's one of my favorite villains in a horror movie because of, like, that. And he makes so much sense in it. But, like, they even use him in the third one as well. Uh. They call him Kane. Okay. But anyway, Heather O'Rourke kept the pet goldfish Carol Ann has in the film. Mm-hmm. She actually kept it. Oh, cute. So <laughs> I love that part where she flushed the birdie and then she's like, can I get a goldfish? <laughs> right. There was a scene also when, I don't know if you saw when she was like, the, 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 the closet was sucking her into the, they were trying the to, realm, they were yeah. trying to save everybody. She apparently was really scared of that situation. I, I guess bet. Steven Spielberg went up and like held her. Until she calmed down because mm-hmm. she was like, that was like the only thing that scared her in the whole movie. Aww. None of the other stuff scared her. Oh, that's, that's so. freaky. Where was Toby? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The tree and the clown thing is the one that Steven Spielberg had a fear of as a child. He had, he, Obviously. He was always scared of the tree outside his window Ugh, and I, the clown. And I always question like why that fucking kid kept the fucking clown dude after all that shit happened i love that shot that they do right in the beginning of the movie when you're introduced to their bedroom Mm -hmm. and he's looking outside at the tree and it's storming and then he goes and they they close the 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 closet door and leave it open a crack with the light on in it so that she can she's happy right right but like they shoot from behind the clown as she's doing it so it's like this I the love watching. Yeah, the way that this is shot is so great. Like not just that scene, but the whole movie. Right. The whole movie is just shot amazing. Mm-hmm. Like so, but I love that little precursor thing, you know. Right. And I always remember when I was a kid, my dad telling me that the the count to 7 oh, this, or the, whatever. The thunderstorm shit. Yeah, where you would see the lightning and then you would count and then if the 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 further the number the higher the number they got the further away the storm was moving away from you oh which goes they you know there's no way that it wouldn't be that way but they do in the movie where it's like right the storm happens and you see him in bed with mom and dad it's like yeah it's kind of funny little joke james karen who's in the movie who was in return of the living dead and return of the living dead 2 as Mm -hmm. the like this job you know that guy right Right. He was, at the time, he was also doing commercials. He was a spokesperson for the Pathmark supermarkets, which were in California, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. He received hate mail from people saying they would <laughs> never shop there again because of his character's treatment of the Freelings. <laughs> the people are so funny. You both. I love that the whole house is going crazy, and he's out there standing there looking at, like, what's going on? He's like... <laughs> You moved the stones, but you didn't move the, the bodies. bodies. You cheap son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what's great. going on? <laughs> um, 
I don't know. That's there's just so many great moments. Like even when the daughter runs up to the house and it's like I'm screaming, and she's like, "What is happening? Get in the car! <laughs> Get in the car!" How, she would move. Dude, it's so cool, man. It's so over the top. Like stuff that's at like oh that there, end, yeah. There's no ghost activity that's ever like that. But I love how over the top it is. The only other movies that ever really go that far is literally the Nun. You know what I mean? Like. And that is way too much, and people hate it. <laughs> right, right. Well, it's because it wasn't a good story. Right, right. It it's wasn't not, there's relatable. no bonding it to was, it. Yeah. yeah. Also, Drew Barrymore was considered for the role of Carol Ann, by the way. Of course she was. But obviously, she got chosen for right ET. ET. Yeah. He wanted a more um, like uh, someone more angelic, is what he said. Oh. Apparently, the, the reason Heather O'Rourke was chosen for the film was when she was eating lunch with her mother and her sister at an MGM commissary. Producer Steven Spielberg came up to them and wanted O'Rourke for the part of Carol Ann. And she initially failed the screen test because she kept laughing her way through the audition because <laughs> she's a little girl. Right. But he still rec- recognized something special in her, so he asked her to come back for another audition and this time bring a scary storybook with her. And he also asked her to scream, so she screamed and screamed until she started crying. And the audition got her cast as Carolyn. So <laughs> they beat the shit out of her. No, I'm kidding. Pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah, this is why I say that I don't really care about the, the, the who directed her or whatever, but I just think... It makes more sense that if Steven Spielberg had offered Toby Hooper the script for E.T. and he turned it down for this movie, that means he, he wanted to work on this movie. Right. So I think, you know, those I think it's overdone because there was a there was an interview with Steven Spielberg that he was talking about. Well, you know, he doesn't like certain way about things and they would just kind of fill the slot of whatever needed to get done whenever they needed to do it. So I think people took that as though, oh, well, Steven, you know, like uh, Steven Spielberg was the one in control, but it doesn't really matter. Right. The Poltergeist special effects in this movie and score, which are amazing, by the way, both were nominated for Oscars. But guess what they lost to? What? E.T. Oh, (laughs) duh. (laughs) Both categories. (laughs) So and if you ever want to see the clown puppet that was used in the film, you can actually go to Planet Hollywood and Caesar's Palace. Is that still open? Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, yeah. okay. You can go to Planet Hollywood. I've been there. I, I don't remember. Well, well, I think they have the, the the whole thing now. You can just go to Planet Hollywood, but it's at Planet Hollywood, right? It's Caesar's so Palace, if you want to yeah. check it out, yeah. yeah. So it's cool. But yeah, so uh, did you have? Did you have want to pick one favorite scene of the whole thing? Do you think it was... one? One of my favorite scenes was when he did get sucked out by the tree. The the brother who was scared of sucked the tree. Out. What do you mean? Well, the, the the tree came in and took him. Oh. I just imagine. Cause yeah, because he tried to eat him, too. The, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because <laughs> like, how fucking insane is that? that? He didn't really, like, he didn't really, like, grab him. It's like they show the tree, like, coming in, and then you just see him, like, in the tree. So I just imagine, like, the tree just, like, sucking him in like a fucking noodle. <laughs> like a noodle or something. You know, it's funny is like I remember when we were watching and I was like, can you imagine that if a tree came inside your child's room and you I know like, like that, like that, like your son's telling you how scared he is of the goddamn tree. And you're like, son, I I picked this house because it was right next to a tree. That tree's here to protect us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, like yeah. yeah okay. Well, he's trying to eat him, you fucking asshole. <laughs> I also liked how the tree had looked like it had faces in it. That's that was cool. Yeah. Poor 
poor i mean i know that carol ann really ultimately got a raw deal but poor poor kid you know like he get he almost gets swallowed by a tree right he was he was the distraction right so, so that could she could take, get sucked yeah, into so the she hole could get sucked so she could get sucked too <laughs> all right christine no one's getting sucked here <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There's so many great parts in this movie, but what would be my favorite? I love when the skeleton comes out of the closet and, and the dad's like, oh, yeah, I love that. It's yeah. just I would man, I, I could get a painting on the wall, not a painting, but a picture mm-hmm. just of that scene of the thing coming out mm-hmm. and blow it up to like a just a still of that. I would love that on the wall. Nice. That would be so great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The, everything about the, the whole movie is a great scene. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and like I said, we're going to have to watch the, the sequels now just so you, because you don't know. They're not amazing as this one. But, right, of course. But, but if you like this movie, you will like those. I want to see what happens. I forget. I totally forget the sequels. That's all right, child. That's what we'll do. We'll watch them. <laughs> anyway, we do have another movie to talk about, and that is The Apparition. They came out in 20. 20- 12. By the way, if you want to watch Poltergeist, like I said, you can check it out on Amazon Prime or rent it, whatever you need. The Apparition came out in 2012. It's about a couple that are haunted by a supernatural presence that is on leash during a college experiment. Goddamn colleges and all these liberals. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, this is director writer todd lincoln this was his first feature film he did the short in vhs viral called gorgeous vortex which was about a serial killer being monitored it's been a while since i see it i haven't even gotten to that one yet the third sequel of vhs in there coincidentally i'm watching that right now uh taglines once you believe you die okay it makes no sense Lame. by the way oh No, it doesn't, because it makes you believe. Yeah. Cast in this, Ashley Green. She was Kelly in this movie. She was in the Twilight series. She was also in the new movie with Nicolas Cage called The Retirement Plan, Aftermath, The Immaculate Room, and Burying the X. We also have Sebastian Stan, who plays Ben in this movie, a.k.a. The Winter Soldier, a.k.a. Captain America's brother, a.k.a. Bucky Barnes. And he's also in the movie The Covenant, Fresh, which we really liked. I think it was uh, about the cannibal guy that, like, cooks up people. Real dark. I don't even remember. It was one of my favorite movies last year. Uh, He also was in The Devil all the time. We also have Tom Felton, who's in this movie, who plays Patrick. He was Harry Potter. He was in that whole series as Draco Malfoy. Oh, that's that's what he looked like. Right. Totally different character in this movie. Yeah. He was in... A Babysitter's Guide to Monster Hunting, The Flash TV series, and more. This movie had a $17 million budget, and it made only 11.3 at the box office. Oh, my God. I'm shocked. Bombed. Christina, what did you think of this movie? Well, I thought I saw this movie before, and then I started watching the movie, and I was like, I've never seen this movie before. And then halfway through, I was like, oh, shit, I have seen this movie before. And then I was like, why don't I remember this movie? And then I was like, oh, that this is why I don't remember this movie, because it's boring as shit. All right. <laughs> the couple in this movie is annoying, and I do not believe they're a couple whatsoever annoying. Uh, also, it's extremely slow. 
the plot was okay so the only thing i liked about the movie the plot was interesting i liked how like shit's going on shit's going on in this brand new built house right okay we don't know what's going on but the boyfriend knows something the boyfriend knows something you know that shit interesting but they just did not execute it well in my opinion okay if they put a, if they would have put a little bit more thought into the story i think it would it would have you know panned out for me anyway uh there's creepy fire in the sky moments in this movie yeah which is totally yeah what did you think about some of the scares in it did it seem typical to you like have you seen those i've seen them all before um and also it's like the way they were trying to put in these these scares what it it was like i don't know it just didn't make any sense to me like i didn't wasn't scared at all okay like I, i don't get what they were trying to do but uh, I also did not like that there was a sheepdog in this movie. Oh, and, uh, and pepper? It, yeah, and it, 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 it just left too soon. It, <laughs> the sheepdog, I'm not spo- it died too soon, just too soon. You don't see it die. It was cute dog. It would have been fitting to the story. When they took the bat to its head, that was Shut up. No, they didn't. <laughs> They did not. They did not. But I didn't, I didn't like that because she's like a, a vet tech. She works at a veterinary office and shit. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't remember It that. was like right at the beginning of the movie. I, yeah, but I just forgot. Yeah, they showed it like three times and she took she took the dog to the vet. Right. To her vet. Let's and get then, help. And then she All right, fell Christine, back. Anyway, okay. Me. Anyway, uh, I give it a three out of ten. It could have been better. Okay. What do you think? I think this is not, I mean, it's not a great film. It's not a, it's not even a good film. It's just, <laughs> no. there are some ideas in this film that I really had high hopes for. And there are some ideas in this film that I really thought were different than I have seen in other movies. A lot of people say that it borrowed too much um, from like, like Juon, The Grudge, Ring, Paranormal Activity, and that movie Pulse, which had oh, to do... Oh, that's right. Pulse was the one where they get on the internet and it's like it travels through the electricity or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't really think that there it's anything like any of that. I think there's parts in the film that are similar to it, but I don't think, you know, looking at it now, I think they're just comparing it to it because those were popular at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, I really just don't see what people were talking about there. The thing I liked about this movie is that while it's not a great scare movie, there's some story that I really like about how it's like they're trying to tap into how to basically create a entity using their mind power and they use technology to basically amplify that. And so it's like it's a it's it's based on real technology that people were using their brain power like they do like, you know, that paranormal like tower thing that they do to amplify right paranormal activity in an actual house yeah and create a portal it's it's the same sort of a thing but they were amplifying like they put these headsets on and it basically amplifies their thought by like a five thousand people they base this off an experiment that happened in 1972 they talk about it in the movie briefly and it's like more of like they were just trying to conjure something up using their mind power and it was just this experiment that somebody did and they were like well let's amplify that with technology and i like that idea for some reason it just is interesting to me just leave it alone the other thing that i like about this movie is that When you start to see towards the end what the ghostly things are doing, all reality kind of goes out the window. 
and there is some fucking like mind melting shit that's going on around them Mm -hmm. and it's trippy as fuck to me and i always thought that that was really interesting that they put that in this movie because i've never seen other movies do that where like furniture and like like if you've ever seen that movie where the the they go through the tunnel like it's a it's a navy ship that goes through the portal Mm-hmm. And then they come out the other end by the end of the movie and there's like dudes fused into the deck of the of the ship, mm-hmm. like screaming and like their body. Oh, yeah, yeah. you know, and it just kind of reminds me of that. And I just always thought that was like really freaky when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So seeing that in this movie where reality is being changed, because essentially, guys, to make this interesting, because if you watch the trailer, it pretty much spoils the end of the movie for you. Right. So don't watch the trailer if you are interested in watching this. But essentially, they create an experiment where they all focus their mind power on this one character that this 1972 experiment was based off of. And they create a paranormal entity like a apparition that is like a god and can create and take away and it starts changing reality. Mm-hmm. And I always thought that that idea is pretty cool. Otherwise, the movie is very slow. There's not, you don't really know what the fuck is going on. There is so many different types of weird, like supposed scares in this movie. There's a lot of wide shots when there doesn't need to be. Right, exactly. Which is like, what am I looking at? I thought that was really weird in this movie. Cause I was like, there's nothing to see here. Why are we doing this car commercial right now yeah like, exactly like why because it's like it's done in like california like a uh during the um the last recession so it was like empty houses so they were they were like doing these wide shots of it was all the, the end empty of 2008 yeah yeah the empty houses this came suburbia. out because this movie took two years to even it sat on the shelf for two years so right makes sense but anyway yeah it just kind of reminded me of that like those are the things it didn't doesn't really do a whole lot but i think if you if you really think about it and you actually give it a little bit of a chance you'll find an an okay movie i just i think people hate on it just too much like as most people do like you know like i think they were just using it as a fucking like a kicking whatever right it wasn't as good as those other movies so therefore it's the most terrible thing they've ever seen Mm -hmm. i try to look at it and i see a few things in it that i really kind of stimulate my imagination Mm -hmm. and when i was younger i wrote a story about these things these creatures called the the dividers they lived between dimensions and they didn't exist technically and they preyed on existence and so in my mind this is very similar to that creature that they will into existence and it punches a hole through from their reality to this one and it starts eating reality. Mm-hmm. And that to me is really interesting. So right. I like that kind of thing. Right. So that's why I like it. But ultimately this is a 5.5, maybe a six out of 10 for me. So overall between Christina and I, it's about a 4.5 or so, you know, like yeah, not that great. Not that great. But I still think it's worth a watch. It's not one that I watch a lot, but it's one that I just like to see because you'll see some things that go wild at the end of the movie that are kind of haunting. And it's a PG-13 film. So you're like, whoa, that's kind of dark, you know, like, but I don't know if you've ever seen it. I would love to hear anybody talk about it, what they thought of it. I don't think it's as bad as people make it out to be. And I think, you know, for all these other movies that have borrowed from other movies, 
they're 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 picking on this one for no reason. It's mm-hmm. a little boring, but that doesn't mean it's a terrible movie. You know, like right. I, in my opinion. So, but yeah. So we gotta. If you want to watch that, by the way, you can actually watch it on you know rent for most of the platforms. I happen to get a copy of it like for on cheap. Blu-ray. Yeah, on Blu-ray. So I'm sure you could find it out there for really cheap. You right. know, because like. I don't know. It does remind me a little bit of Pulse a little bit. So if you like that movie, because both of those movies are kind of lacking, even the original Pulse. Well, the original Pulse is probably the best, mm-hmm. but the, the Americanized Pulse has a couple of moments that I like in it. Vision uh, uh, like looks, right. but it's terribly overdone with like CGI. Remember mm-hmm. we watched it? Mm-hmm. Terrible CGI. Terrible. Um, They put this like blue filter over everything. It was like terrible. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, you might want to check it out if you want to rent it, but we do have some trivia on it that we can talk about that, uh, might find it interesting. So buckle the fuck up. And, uh, if you don't want anything spoiled, here's your warning. This movie's got a 3% on Rotten Tomatoes from the, <laughs> Duh. from the critical, uh, you know, 24% audience score, by the way. Well, it's not that great. I don't think it's that bad. Oh, for Rotten Tomato? No, I'm saying in general. Oh. I don't think it's that bad. I don't. You could watch, the, actually, you could watch this movie with the remake of Poltergeist. Right. I, I would say it's that this is better than lines. that, actually. Yeah, probably. But the apparition, it, it was criticized, you know, obviously for its lack of originality, supposedly, overuse of jump scares, poor acting, screenplay, bad plot. Doesn't really explain everything either, which I think a lot of people really just. I don't know. They just can't handle mystery sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, especially yeah, that, when it's a mainstream movie. That kind of stuff. Well, actually, okay, for this movie, okay, Poltergeist doesn't need to be explained. It's just about the family. This one, it needs to be explained because they were doing these ex- these stupid fucking experiments. They explain it in the movie. Yeah, I don't but know what not you're talking really about. like like t- uh like towards the end when they meet it's they, like their friend. Why did he ditch them? Why you know why did he go away? Why did yeah they-, they wanted it to be this stupid surprise that he was the cameraman in the beginning of the movie, and it's like I don't know why they held yeah, that as, as a secret. It was just supposed to be this, like, secret surprise or whatever, but it ended up just kind of flopping. Yeah, see? It's not a really good idea, so I get it, you know? That's why it needed to be explained. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I I, I still think it's, like, easy watch. It's not that terrible. You are wrong. I don't mind if people don't like it. I just, there's something I I see in it that I like a little bit. No, about I know. It. I know what you mean. It, it stimulates my imagination a little bit and my idea of I, what I've said. And then I think someone should take this script and like redo it. Like they, this movie just needs to be redone. I get why people's gripes about it. They're, they're not wrong. I just think they're overreacting. That's right. It. This, uh, this apparently was a dark castle film that they, you know, was made at the end of their production. Basically sat on the shelf for, like I said, for two years before getting a small release. Warner Brothers ended its relationship with the production company Dark Castle Entertainment before finally releasing the film in August of 2012, a semi-notorious second dump, you know, for some releases they don't really give a shit about. But they gave the film the smallest, widest release, you know, that they could give it in history, supposedly. Wow. Despite the tagline, you know, once you believe, you die. The reason that that's false, obviously, is because, you know, even the trailer telling us that believing in the being will allow you to it to kill you has no relevance to the plot whatsoever. 
and they even show you the end scene to the movie in the trailer. Right. Where she's getting, the, even the cover of the fucking. Yeah, is that. Is yeah, the, end the end of the, of the movie. movie. Like, what the fuck? I don't know what they were thinking. They could have put the sheepdog on there, you know? Yeah. Ending in the actual film is just exactly the same as you see in the trailer. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I kind of like, by the way, I wanted to ask you, what do you think happened? Because it seemed like she got attacked out in the field, right? Right. And it's like she had know. these marks on her face, but the whole like the levels, the colors of the sky, it was almost like she was trapped in this other world. Like, wait, OK, so I think what happened is when they entered that cage thing, like everything outside changed. So when they got out of the cage, like, really, I don't know. It's fucking see. What well, is why weird that he explained. disappeared in the cage. Yeah, in the cage, he just disappeared. It was supposed to protect them, but I guess. They do talk about. He was like, "Yeah, the whole time, it, and it was it was studying us and learning from us to find our weaknesses and what we, you know." And then it's like it wears you down until you're willing to give up, and that's like what you you hear. And then all of a sudden, fucking the Winter Soldier just disappears. <laughs> and then he's she opens a closet. You hear him, and it's like he's stuck halfway in the wall, which I thought was really cool. Uh huh. And then his jaw opens. It's like. Right. And then it turns into. Yeah. The coolest shit in the movie to me is that the furniture is like shifting into the walls and stuff. I love that that girl in the beginning of the movie gets eaten by the wall. Yeah. Like totally. I just like the fact that there's like like the the world is shifting around them and it's like turned into this like. What did you think of the scene? When they, she was in the laundry room and she was like locked in the laundry room, and then the lady from the ring comes out of the dryer. Well, that's why people said that, but I don't think she looked like the ring. I thought it was. The, I did. I thought it was the girl that got stuck in the wall. Oh, I didn't at all because she had black hair and it was hanging over her right. face. Well, she's, she's crawling she's out of there obviously, like she's crawling out of a TV. Well, obviously she's got black hair because she went into the other realm. She had blonde hair in the beginning of the movie. Remember? Yeah, I remember, but. She looked like the lady from the ring because her fucking hair was all over her face, Alex. I just love that scene. She was scene. crawling. I love. I mean, it's not. I didn't really like that scene. I liked that the box was moving and right. It felt like there was something in the room because if you were to be in that situation where you're hammering the door shut and you end up on the other side, I thought that was kind of neat. Right. But it, it just didn't really it didn't make any sense. It, it, well, it's not that it. I didn't need to make sense. We got fucking furniture going in and out of reality. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, what kind of sense do we need? What did you think about the bed sheet scene where she's getting sucked in, suffocating? I thought the- it was obligatory and weird, but you know, again, I've never really seen that in a movie. So I have fire in the sky. Oh, oh God. Yeah, but was totally it? Wait a that. second. When did Fire in the Sky come out? 1992. So yeah, who stole it? Who stole it? Okay, so I guess the apparition <laughs> stole it. It will end up in Stranger no, Things. No, I don't next think season. I don't really associate it with it. I just thought it looked like you know, I don't know. I, I like that he was, was on the, the way, ceiling. It was, it was the way it was shot. I think if they would have explained that this, I think if they would have revealed their hand. Like I think that the way that this was written, the reason that it, it's not good. And, you know, maybe I gave it too high of a score, but... Yeah, you did. I, I just... There's some things in it that I like to see when I watch this movie. It's not that I love the movie. There's right. just... There's stuff in some movies that you don't like that have really cool scenes. Oh, yeah, I understand. And, uh, you know, I think if they would have, like, kind of shown their hand a little bit earlier, this movie would be infinitely yeah, better. I think so, too, because I was so just over it, like, halfway through. 
Right. That I, I just, uh, the ending. If they would have been like fighting. Accelerated a, really fast. A like, monster that was changing reality about it. That's infinitely more in, in interesting. Mm-hmm. Like they should have by the second act, they should have had their friend appear after all this weird shit starts happening. And yeah, then, he never came back. Well, he gets sucked into a doorway and you never see him again. He's gone. Right. It like eats him. Reality right. has eaten him, whatever. But yeah, like I, I think it would be kind of interesting. Like some of the creatures and like shadowy stuff was kind of dumb. You know, I get it. Mm-hmm. I But I just think that it was cool. Like when you see that, the, like she turns and then all the furniture is like stuck halfway in the wall. Mm-hmm. Like it's melted reality so much that it's just, I just love that. I don't know what it is. But I right. like the idea. I like the idea of I like technology mixed with with supernatural. Mm-hmm. I think that's interesting. Right. It can be done very hokey, clearly. Right. But, you know, and oftentimes it is. Mm-hmm. But I just like that 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 kind of blending in there. But I think that if they really would have showed their hand a little bit earlier, not they taken out the whole part. Like maybe he is getting over his ex because this thing happened. Mm-hmm. And he never told her about it. Maybe he's dealing with it. They should just, it's not a surprise. Right. It didn't matter. It was just like, why? Mm-hmm. Why? Right. Exactly. So, I don't know. Ugh. Blech. But yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, I don't know. There's something about this movie that has a little charm to it. It's not really good. It just kind of made me kind of wonder what the fuck was going on. And I wanted to be in that world when I saw it for the first time. I was like, well, this wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. You know what I mean? Because I think I went into it with such low expectations Mm -hmm. that anything kind of like turned me on to it a little bit. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. like there could have been a lot more. Like there was that scene with the camera because he puts cameras up Mm -hmm. and then it drops on the ground and goes over the, the woman. Right. It's like, why is that happening? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ugh. It doesn't really make sense, but I guess because it's studying her. Okay. Because it doesn't know what reality is. I don't really oh. understand. Like, what do they, they imagine an, an infant that doesn't understand things <laughs> and it came into the existence? But yeah, creating a mind monster is an interesting idea in some way, but they just did it wrong. Right. You know? That's why I said they, they just need to redo this movie. You ever something see, else. Did you ever see, I forget what it was, but I think it was like a, a Monsters movie. They've done it in a couple of those like segment movies, like the TV shows where the kid draws a picture of a monster and then the monster oh, comes, comes to, alive. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Like they've done it in a couple of those series and I think one of them was Monsters and then I think there was one in a, Are You Afraid of the Dark uh-huh. that did that and then there was also the Tales from the, the Dark Side, I think. Maybe it was the Tales from the Dark Side movie where that that happens, where the monster eats the dad. Uh So, I mean, it's been kind of done before, but I just like that idea of, like, we're capable of creating some sort of monster that can swallow up reality. Right. I think that's kind of interesting. In actuality, we are monsters. Right. Like, if he would have had more time to really think about what he was making in this movie, instead of trying to focus on this, like traditional scare spook scare movie mm-hmm. it would have been infinitely better kind of like how poltergeist kicks the fucking door open mm-hmm. you should have just done that instead of trying to do what the times are doing which was this typical fucking shit uh-huh and it would have been better right you know but he probably didn't have much of a budget i mean although when we said 10 million that's a pretty big budget yeah 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 they had 
17 million so that's a lot yeah they didn't do a lot with it huh? no but that scene do you remember the, the scene where the truck when she comes outside after she, her she finds her boyfriend halfway in the wall mm-hmm. and the truck's like sinking into the oh, ground yeah. yeah like it's water or something yeah. like that's so eating everything yeah i don't know why i like that so much i don't mm-hmm. care i don't need an entity to be around but just something like that Mm-hmm. happening around them is so trippy to me. Like, right. I don't know. I know I've said it a million times. <laughs> you say it again. Is there anything you did like, a scene that you did like in the movie? I liked, the, <laughs> so stupid. I liked the the dialogue with the neighbor because it was like literally just the, her and her boyfriend living in the mom's house, uh, protecting her mom's investment. And then like, a neighbor a few blocks down who's there with his kids. He's the only neighbor. Yeah, he's the only neighbor there. Oh. And even what? Go ahead. You can go ahead. And even her going over there asking, hey, is anything funny like going on at your house? Do you see any mold or anything like that? Well, that's where people get the pulse thing from because in pulse there would be a stain on the wall. Right. Where and it was the, spread. Yeah, it was like this like infection. Mm-hmm. And you had to put this red tape everywhere and like it would protect you from them the from mold. from the stuff getting in the and mold the, knows. I don't know what it was, but yeah, it, it was like that's why they said that. But I thought it was kind of interesting that it was like kind of leaving this sort of um residue behind. And I mean if you think about it, if if you really go back to poltergeist, the staining thing goes all the way back to there mm-hmm. so even pulse could be wrong right for that right because i mean we just talked about how the infection on the wall they had that idea long before these movies came out mm-hmm. so it's not that right off right. i would think you know they had this like porous weird kind of shit coming up out of the ground or whatever mm-hmm so I don't know. I don't know why. I thought the idea of them trying to like reverse the experiment, mm-hmm. play it in reverse, is kind of dumb. Yeah. Because like it's not like the audio is what caused them to fucking open up a portal to create this thing. Right. It was their mind. Yeah. I see. So Doesn't he was make saying, any sense. He was like, "We got to use the EEG backwards, and it will tent send itself back." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Well, we haven't had any episodes in the past two days." And then that's when everything goes sh- bad shit crazy. Right. So, oh, yeah, that's the thing you didn't mention, though, is the little girl comes outside and she was like, your house killed my dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and the dog just looks up at the ceiling and then lays down. And, she's, and dies. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this movie sucks. <laughs> that's, yep, that's the exact moment. <laughs> that is the exact moment when I knew. I wasn't going to be able to sit through this movie. <laughs> people really get upset about animals dying in films. I've had a couple of people ask me about the uh, the movie we saw. Is like, there is there any sexual depravity in there? Is there any is there any kid death? Or is there any dog death? And I'm like, are we eliminating horror movies all of a sudden? Because like, <laughs> well, let me tell you about this movie we saw this weekend. Yeah, right. Yeah, d- no, no, no. Stop. Well, you mentioned the dog and child, dog and children. That's all I'm saying. Right. But I'm just saying like, you know, this, would you consider that a dog death that you couldn't see in a movie? Did it bother you in this one? It wasn't like it was in pain or anything. It it just fell asleep. And then they were like, oh, we're going to take it to get help. And then they go, oh, it's dead. It's all you can do. 
Oh, 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 in this movie. This movie. Oh, yeah, no, it didn't bother me. Yeah, no, that dog just didn't bother me. I was more bothered that they, they, they killed the dog too soon. It was like where, it was like within the first 15 minutes in the movie. That was a cute dog. We needed more of that dog in this movie. I don't think so. I don't think it would have made it any better. He could have been running around warning, warning him about the mold and the, <laughs> the, the, the shit shifting. Jack, the mold knows. Yeah, the shit shifting into the walls How and stuff. How do you remember that line from that movie, the uh, motivational growth? Because any growth? fucking time I hear mold, that's what I think about. The mold knows. Like yeah. every single time. Which is a great movie if you guys ever get a chance. This motivational growth. Mold knows. The mold knows. The mold knows. Jeffrey Combs does the voice of it. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Like that one. You ever broken a chimp's arm before? <laughs> 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 anyway, I would love to hear what your thoughts have. Have you seen this movie, guys? Do you obviously like it less than Poltergeist? You know, whatever. Let's just talk about it. Eh? So next week, we got some movies that we're going to be doing, eh? Yes, we are. We're watching the three. Is this the third one? Yes, it's the sequels. The third sequel the in, in a franchise. The obligatory third franchise. You know, mm-hmm. these these don't really matter, so you don't need to watch the ones before, but if you want, go ahead. This one, we just got Night of the Demons, one through three on... Uh, we got we got Night of the Demons on 4K actually from Scream Factory, and then it came. I got the the entire trilogy because the third one's never come out on Blu-ray before, so it finally got put out, and I was like, well, I'm just gonna get all three of them, you know. And so right. I did, and it has all these extras and work prints and all these like extra cuts and stuff that have never been in, never seen before. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yes, I'm gonna get it. So we're gonna be watching. Do you have the dates? Yes, we're watching Night of the Demons three from 1997. Which, again, it's not streaming anywhere at all. Right, yeah. This one's going to be hard to find. You're going to have to buy it. Yeah, you're going to have to get it from Scream Factory. But if you've seen it and you... Well, you might have it on VHS. There you go. Yeah, they, I think they might have put out a DVD once. I don't know. Anyway, and then we're also going to watch Ghoulies 3, Ghoulies Go to College from right, 1990. Which, which I've never seen. Oh, and it's on Tubi. Yeah, you can watch that one for free on Tubi. And I've never seen it. Uh, it's one, oh, okay. I didn't even know it existed until about 10 years ago. And I've just never seen it because it's been very difficult to get. And you just watched Ghoulies 1 and Ghoulies yeah, 2. Yeah, I just did a review for the 4K of Ghoulies and then mm-hmm. the Blu-ray release from MVD, both Rewind Collection that they did. And I was like, hey, this will be perfect. We'll watch the third one of Ghoulies. See what that's all about. It's up on, on there. Actually, I got a copy of it from Fanflix. For five bucks, it was pick three movies. Oh, and you can get them for five bucks. I got the 4K of Ghost in the Shell, the original. Mm-hmm. I got this and then some other movie, and I don't remember what it was, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was all on voodoo, so I got to see it there. But yeah, you can watch it for free on Tubi. Mm-hmm. Is it on Prime too? No, you can rent it anywhere. Oh, okay, it used to be on Prime at one point, it's on Tubi. Okay. But yeah, guys, we hope to see you next week. Let us know what you think about these movies in the comment section down below. Hope you're enjoying your Halloween and celebrating with your friends and family and having a good time. Thank you so much for all the support. Make sure if you do listen to this episode, you enjoy it. Please share it with somebody that you know. Let them know that we do what we do here. But yeah, thank you guys so much for coming by. And as always, long live the voice.